What if the way you've been telling your life story reveals the secret to what is holding you back? Stories play an integral part in how we see not only ourselves, but the whole world. Stories are more than just an important part of communication. They also reveal hidden aspects of our inner talk, which can either support us or end up holding us back from the very things we want most in life without us even realizing it. Join author, mindset coach, and award-winning singer-songwriter Carrie Rowan on her show, Look for the Good, every Monday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. when she shares nuggets of wisdom from her internationally best-selling book, Tell a New Story, Five Simple Steps to Release Your Negative Stories and Bring Joy to Your Life. Carrie's powerful stories and compelling guests will empower you to change how you look at your own life while giving you some powerful tools and tips you can use every day to help you feel better and move yourself closer to the life you've been longing to live. Welcome. I'm Carrie Rowan, host of Look for the Good on syndicated Dream Vision 7 radio network every Monday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Listen online on your mobile devices, in your car, or ask Alexa to play Dream Vision 7 radio. To learn more and for a full schedule, go to dreamvision7radio.com and get our apps. Dream Vision 7 radio network is the media partner for Omega Institute. Today's show is by the Energy Almanac. Did you know that 2023 will be highly introspective and intuitive? What if you could know ahead of time what each week would bring energetically so you could plan better? Jam-packed with 52 weekly astrology predictions and 12 full months of curated holistic resources, you don't want to be left behind. Plan according to the planet. Get your Energy Almanac at theenergyalmanac.com. That's the energy, E-N-E-R-G-Y, almanac, A-L-M-A-N-A-C, today. Well, hello and welcome everybody to another episode of Look for the Good. I'm so excited to be here today and to introduce you to our special guest today. And we're going to talk about some really cool things. We're going to talk today about the fact that life is happening to us. It's, it's, you know, a lot of people like to say that to themselves. Life is happening to me when really life is happening for us. It's a concept that I love. It's something that I've heard a lot. And, and I've been tossing this idea around a lot lately. And I talk about this in my book, Tell a New Story, Five Simple Ways to Release Your Negative Stories and Bring Joy to Your Life. Because that is what we are here for. And that's what I teach you how to do. I teach you through the use of your stories and looking at our stories and analyzing our stories to take a look at our life and our stories in a whole new light. Because the fact that life is happening for us at all times and not necessarily happening to us tends to be hard when we're in the middle of the thick of it, right? When we're, we're in the middle of everything that feels so hard to us and, and things are coming our way that we just didn't want or we didn't create, sometimes it's hard to change our perspective, isn't it? But I'm here to tell you and show you how, and that's what we do here each week, is I teach you how to shift your perspective, right? Because when we shift our perspective, our whole story shifts. And when our stories shift, our stories contain our beliefs. And they're like a little microcosm of our whole life. And when we can shift that, our whole lives will follow suit. And that's how we learn to live a life of purpose, a life with intention. And we can live in passion and move towards the things that we wish were happening in our lives. 
But it, it just happens. It's, it's not just you. It's not just me. It happens to everybody, right? Our brains are just so beautifully predisposed to be looking for what is not right in our life, for what's gone wrong in our life. Did you ever notice how your brain just focuses on that so easily? It's so easy to take a situation and nitpick, this is wrong, this is not right, I wish this was like that. And instead, what we do here is I teach you through some really easy-to-use tools and tips how to turn that thinking around, right? How to change that perspective, and that's what we're talking about. Instead of thinking, oh, my God, why is this happening to me, and asking yourself those negative questions, we can turn that around and ask ourselves some different questions that point us in the fact that, hey, wait a second, what if this were happening for a higher purpose? I wonder what that would be. Imagine if you could stop yourself mid-sentence when you were going down that, you know, that pit of negative thinking, down that little rat hole, down the drain, so to speak. If you could stop yourself and instead of asking, oh, my God, why is this happening to me, you could stop and ask yourself a really empowering question. Because really, at any time, all options are possible for you. You could even ask yourself, you know, I know this isn't really what I expected or what I wanted, but what could I find in this? that actually is really okay. What can I find in this? What's great about this right now that I didn't see? So by learning to ask ourselves these really powerful questions, we can shift our perspective almost immediately. And that's the power of this work. That's why I love this work so much. And I just love using the power of stories. And we've talked about this before with my story acronym that I teach in the book. Those are the five simple steps. And each step along the way stands for the story acronym, S-T-O-R-Y. And one of the things I talk about in my book, and I'll just give this really cool quote, is called, we see the world not as it is, but as we are. And that's by Anais Nin. And she said that because it's so true. We're seeing everything through our own lens, right? If we had these pair of glasses on, whatever our lens is, whatever our lens is that day, which might be different than the next day, we could have just a real negative attitude that day. And that's the lens that we see things through. And when we're like that, it's much harder to see what's good, right? And so that's how I teach you to shift your stories because our stories are the thing that keep us stuck. They keep us from moving forward. And I'm so excited to introduce our special guest today, Jamie G. Smith. And she empowers high-achieving women and organizations to release the negative patterns, conflict, and burnout so they can increase productivity creativity, and focus activating the life and business they desire. And her brand is called LuxEveryday.com. And I fell in love with Jamie's work. I love her energy. She's just a blast of sunshine, empowerment. You're really going to love what she has to share today. And I'm so excited to have you on. Jamie, welcome to Look for the Good. Oh, Carrie, I am so excited to be here because you know, your conversations that we have had since, since we've met have been just extraordinary. And I'm just so excited to be able to share that together with um, whoever's listening because, you know, that's as women, we empower one another. And these extraordinary conversations that we have together are just so fulfilling, but they also empower each other to reach our next level. And, and like you said, to, to truly find our purpose and to use our story to shift and to change and to make an impact in the world. So thank you so much for having me. I can't wait to see where this leads. 
You are so welcome. I'm so glad that you could make it. And yes, I agree. We've had some incredible conversations. There's so much to talk about. It was really hard to narrow down exactly what it is. And so I love the work, you know, and that's a good problem. I love the work that you do. I love that you are empowering women to step up and really live the life that we want to live. And to really, to be able to see clearly what that is, um, because sometimes we're not even sure what that is. Um, and one of the things that really drew me to you was your overcomer work, this overcomer program that you created. First, I love the name of it because it's so true. We're all overcomers, right? To some degree or another, because you have to learn it's how to overcome true. <laughs> to get through this It's so life, true. Right? Yes, and and the Overcomer is a program that she's the one that she's talking about is called the Overcomer. It's a program that it's an online program that I created last year, and it is all about really becoming the Overcomer. And what the Overcomer is 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 that person that is adaptive, they're readaptive, they are positive, they learn to flow with you know the rhythm of life. They they have all of these great qualities, and they truly can overcome no matter what happens in their life, whether it's crisis, stress overwhelm, you know, because these things are going to happen in our life. And so really it's about learning how to become the overcomer more often because the truth is, Carrie, that we can't stay and remain an overcomer all the time. We're human. We're living a human experience, right? And so we can't. It's not possible. But what it is possible to do is when we build awareness around our default patterns, our triggers, around who we are and, and what our outcomes are, we can actually choose, you know, to become the overcomer more often. We can choose to see what, what we're really doing and how we're reacting, and then it empowers us to be able to change it. Once we're aware, we can actually adapt and change. Until we're aware, though, you know, we can't do that. We just aren't capable. And so that's really where mm-hmm. the overcomer came about is really helping women, supporting women in finding that ability to first recognize their default patterns, their triggers, the things that are holding them back in life, even when we don't realize it, and then giving them a strategy, giving them literally a way to um, focus and to walk out of those patterns and to recognize those in ourselves and also in other people. Because when we are able to react in a more empowered way, when we're able to react in a a way that is positive and that is um, like a higher level of thinking, it changes everything. It changes our atmosphere. It changes mm-hmm. our life. It changes our business. Oh, absolutely. I, I totally agree with everything you're saying. And it's so interesting because um, one of the first things I talk about in my book is exactly what you're talking about is becoming aware And that's what I love about this work, and I know you'll agree, is that once you become aware of what these patterns are, you know, you're talking patterns and default patterns and triggers, and within that are our stories, right? Because those are the stories we keep telling ourselves that keep us triggered. They keep us in those patterns. We keep, you know, repeating them, right? Like like a little Mm -hmm. mantra in our head. Um, to ourselves. And so when we can learn to grab onto those, and that's why I love this work so much, is because when you can learn to recognize and even catch yourself. I love when people are mid-story or mid-pattern, if you will, because stories are patterns. Mm. And then they yeah. pull that back. Ooh, I don't want to tell that. Or they catch themselves. Isn't that the beautiful <laughs> breaking moment when you, right, you know you're coming into this aha moment? Yeah. Well, and the truth is, too, is our perspective 
are our realities. If we're not aware of the truth around us, of the truth of who we're being in that moment, of the truth of what's happening, our perspective, good or bad, our filters, good or bad, our filters from how we grew up, our limiting beliefs, what we've heard all of our lives, those become a reality, even if it's not the truth, even if it's not reality. And so the sooner we can choose to become aware, the sooner we can realize and take off the filters, strip them down so that we're seeing the truest essence of really who we are at the core, who we were created to be, what we want in life, what really, really matters, right? What the people around us are really truly doing. That allows us to have a new freedom, a newfound freedom. And it's just amazing when we become, you know, that version of us, when we're able to not be able to be triggered so easily because we think that somebody is, you know, treating us a certain way when really they're not, but it's, it's our assumption. It's how we feel. And so really right. when we can adapt that and become aware of that and shift that, it changes everything in our life. It sure does. And what I love about that is once you have caught yourself and once you can see that and you catch your own perspective not serving you, you can never go back to being unaware. And that's what I love so much about this work, right? It's so powerful, whether it's a story, a pattern. Once you recognize it and you see the freedom in not doing that knee-jerk reaction, right? That knee-jerk reaction, which is that pattern. And I love showing people how to get to that place, how to create enough space inside of yourself to be able to have that moment to choose. You know, so you're, you're getting a little bit of space between that fight or flight and that knee-jerk reaction. And then deciding to choose is so beautiful. It's a beautiful moment when you can lead somebody down that path and they can awaken to, you know, their own perception shifts that they need to make, their own misconception about who they really are and why things are happening to mm. themselves in their lives and really owning that and standing in their own power saying, hey, you know what, I'm going to choose a different outcome here. And doesn't that just feel so good? Oh, it's such a freedom. Like you don't even realize it because you, you think that by trying to control the outcome, by trying to control everybody around you and everything around you, you think that that will, that will feel good, that that will be free. But the truth is, is when we strip all of that need for control, all of that need to know the outcome away, and we just become aware of the truth of what's really around us, and we let go of having to have control, everything changes. The freedom that we find in not only who we are, who we're becoming, but in just living life with breath and with excitement and with passion, right? Because now we're free to mm-hmm. truly step into who we are authentically. Amen. I love that. Hey, listen, everybody, stay tuned. We'll be right back. We're going to break real quick here. We'll be right back with more from Jamie, so stay tuned. Calling all authors. Have you been considering an audiobook? Well, look no further. Come take advantage of Dream Vision 7 Radio Network's unique in-house audiobook production, which includes benefits and bonuses from our radio station. Let our knowledgeable staff guide you to create the audiobook you've always dreamed of without breaking the bank. 
Check out our full one-stop service from A to Z, including the ACX process. Schedule a free consultation by calling 508-226-1723. That's 508-226-1723. Or go to dreamvision7radio.com. Delight your kids with an enchanting journey by reading the Paper Dog Kids Children's Book by Deborah Beauvais and Janine Sullivan. There's even a catchy tune, Kids for Love Song, produced by Bob Sherwood and sung by kids just like yours. The story weaves around seven paper dolls flying around the world doing good deeds as they bring important attention to our endangered animal friends. There's even a magical ring with a universal message. Kids become interested in service projects, action through compassion, and planting seeds that nurture positive change. The Paper Doll Kids and Kids for Love Song are a production of the Kids for Love Project. Get the book now on Amazon Kindle and the song on CD Baby or iTunes. Did you know 2023 will be highly introspective and intuitive? What if you could know ahead of time what each week will bring you energetically so that you could plan better? The Energy Almanac is an easy-to-use guide with 52 weeks of astrological insight for people who love astrology. With the Energy Almanac, you can learn which gemstones, crystals, and essential oils to use each month. This book is bursting with holistic tools and resources. Plan according to the planets. Don't miss out. Get your copy at TheEnergyAlmanac.com. Are miracles real? Can you move from mayhem to miracles? 30 prominent authors say yes as they share their high fives and down lows of challenges, abuse, addiction, and love. Experience Hope, the magic elixir of miracles, through the personal stories of New York Times best-selling authors James Redfield, Dr. Bernie Siegel, Sister Jenna, Reverend Temple Hayes, and many more. If you like bestsellers, chaos to clarity, and crappy to happy, you'll love crying and laughing through Mayhem to Miracles, Sacred Stories of Transformational Hope, available now on Amazon and in bookstores worldwide. Ever notice how your brain automatically focuses on what's wrong in your life? Ever wonder why you find yourself telling the same old story about yourself over and over again? Tune into this high-energy show with author and mindset coach Carrie Rowan to find out how to retrain your brain to look for the good. Every Monday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. Eastern on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. Carrie uses powerful storytelling, easy-to-use tools, and inspiring guests to exemplify how a simple shift in perspective can bring miraculous results. Join Carrie on a journey into your own transformation that will leave you feeling inspired, empowered, and ready to find the good every day of your life. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. Hello, everybody, and we're back with Look for the Good, and I have Jamie G. Smith with me. Jamie, I could love having this conversation with you, and I can't wait to share with them because I know this story myself because we talked about it. This Overcomer program that we are just talking about is so interesting and so powerful. I'd love to know the story, and I'm sure my listeners would like to hear the story behind it. How did you come up with this incredible program that's so encompassing of a lot of really powerful concepts? <laughs> well, um, you know how y'all always hear your message, your message? Well, that's me, like to the T, Carrie. Um, this 10-week program that I created, and it's such a powerful way to walk women through what I learned in 10 years. Essentially, it was 
all of the messes that I made from my situation, from what I had created in my own life, and really lessons I learned about myself, about life, about you know, how to walk in freedom. And, and so let me just walk you back to 2011. So my world mm-hmm. in 2011 had completely fallen apart. I hit ground zero, like where literally my identity was on the ground floor. Um, I didn't know how I was going to pay for things. So essentially my 15-year marriage had just crumbled. I had three little kids at the time, hadn't worked for 11 years because Carrie, I was a stay-at-home mom. I homeschooled my little kids when they were little. I was, you know, the Bible study um, teacher. I would lead Bible studies at church. I was actually, you don't even know this. I was on the worship team. No, I don't sing well, but I was on the worship team. <laughs> um, so don't even ask. You're the singer um, between the two of us. But, but the truth is, is I had no income. Like I had not worked in 11 years. I had no credit. I was getting divorced and I couldn't even get a credit card because I hadn't, I didn't have a job. Like I hadn't worked in 11 years because I was taking care of the kids. I had no idea how I was going to support three kids and had not even, you know, had a job since then. And so we had tax debt that we had, I had from my settlement. I literally had to, and this is, I mean, this was just a situation. It was those places where I had to use my dad to get a credit card. I had to use my dad to get a loan to get a car. Mm-hmm. And I was, gosh, 37, 38 years old at the time. Like, can I just tell you how humbling that is? Oh, I bet. Um, oh, my gosh. So humbling. And, but the truth is I was scared to death. I had no idea what my future held because I had this beautiful Christian bubble of, okay, you know, I'm going to homeschool my kids. I'm going to have my kids and I'm going to be a stay-at-home mom. And, you know, we're just going to have this beautiful life. And it ended up I had no security all of a sudden. All of my footing had left. Um, and I think the, here's the worst part, though, is even out of all of that scariness, because I was scared to death just because of not knowing what was going to happen and, and not having any security whatsoever. But the worst part was really the shame, the blame, and the guilt I carried. Because that mm. Bible study leader, that, that worship team girl, that stay-at-home mom, had just had a year-long affair. And... You know, I had felt, you know, granted, I understand marriage is hard, and it for sure is, and, but I had had an affair, and I think the hardest part about that when you really look at it, especially from where I came from, my foundation, who I am as a person and who I was raised to be, there was such a, a division of my identity of who I really truly was and this person that had had an affair, right? And so it was really coming to terms with, um, not only what was I going to do with my life and how was I going to support my three children now, but also really having to rebuild me as a person, rebuild me from the ground up. And yes, we had a rough, we had a rough marriage. You know, I know that um, so many people, it's, it's rough. It's just not an easy thing to have a relationship, a long-term relationship. And, you know, it's been four or five years that our marriage was on the rocks. It had, you know, I had felt isolated. I had felt all the things, disconnected, um, kind of like I was the source of frustration. But all of that, you know, led to me being open or vulnerable to having an affair. But the choice was mine, right? And 
what I think mm-hmm. is um, what I truly find is, you know, out of all of that, even though I felt all those things and even though it led to uh, having an affair, the truth was is that I had lost my identity, Carrie. And when I look back, mm-hmm. the reason why I made the decisions I made was because, you know, between having, you know, three kids two years apart, you know, doing all the things that a good Christian mom supposed to do, doing all the things that, you know, I was supposed to do and, you know, not talk about the, the difficulties in our marriage. You know, I don't know if you grew up like that, but we grew up with you just don't mm-hmm. really talk about what's really going on, you know, behind the scenes because you're <laughs> protecting your family. Like, that's what you do. Mm-hmm. You, don't, you don't talk about the hard stuff or you don't talk about, you know, the, the stuff underneath. And so um, I had lost myself. And because yeah. of that, because I wasn't grounded in who I was, right, that's when I think mm-hmm. we make some of those decisions is when we lose who we are as a person, who we are created to be, the foundations of who we are. And when we lose those things and also are going through a tough time in life, when there's stress and there's commotion and there's crisis, that adds to it. It feeds into that. And you make decisions you wouldn't normally make. And that's what happened. Yeah. You know, I, I look back and really, mm-hmm. truly, you know, I will take full responsibility for the decisions I made, but truly it was, I had lost myself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we were absolutely. in that space of being highly stressed and crisis, in a crisis. We can't control the outcome. We live in fear and the unknown. We do things that we wouldn't typically necessarily do because when we stay grounded and aligned, you know, those things just don't happen. And so that's really... Mm-hmm. That's really how all of this came about because, because of that and because I did have to start at ground zero, I had to teach myself the hard lessons. And let me tell you, I was living out of a lot of fear. I was living, living out of a lot of triggers. Um, when you're moving from this space of fear and reaction, you create destruction and chaos in your life. Other yeah, people, it's hard. People mm-hmm. trigger you. It's just, it's just yeah. yeah, like – it's just synonymous with you actually, you are in a destructive place when you yourself are in this fear-based movement, when you're making Absolutely. assumptions, right? When you're yeah. moving from and you're, fear. Yeah, survival, man. Yeah, you're in survival. It, oh, right? my gosh. Survival mode. That is like the key right there because it truly was. Mm-hmm. I was just surviving. Yeah, for sure. And because it, and then all the stuff, all that stuff, we have so much stuff coming up all the time anyways, especially when we get married and have kids, like all that stuff, mm-hmm. all the gunk from our childhood starts coming out, especially when we become parents. And so to add all this on top of everything else with three young children, I mean, that is, that is unbelievable. And now all of a sudden you're in survival mode, right? And you have to figure out, okay, mm-hmm. you know, it's not just about me. You know, and so all that innate back brain, reptilian brain stuff comes up. It's it's right there out on the table because oh. you're just focused on surviving, baby, and that's all that matters, right, is getting through the day, right? So true. And I would say, like, as, you know, as a perfectionist, high-achieving, you know, the women that we are, you know, mm-hmm. those are even harder harder places because we tend to go even further down that road because, you know, we're, we're driven, we're, we're trying to be better, we're trying to fix it. And instead, we're, mm-hmm. we're running into more fear. Um, we're making decisions based on assumptions that are true because we're very reactive. We are mm-hmm. trying to control everything, which is we already know things are not 
you know, we do, there's few things we truly, truly have control over. We're in a competing energy because we're fearful again, right? So we have all of these self-protective layers up that are sabotaging the goodness, that are sabotaging our healing. And we have to begin to walk through those layers and recognize layers and feel the truth of, you know, who we are, but also what has transpired so that we can mm-hmm. move through it. And until we're ready to do that, like you just can't move through it. Yeah, absolutely. That's so insightful because it's so true. You want so bad for it to change, but we get yeah. so wrapped up in the day-to-day. We're just trying to get through the day, you know. Yeah. Um, even just becoming a new parent with three kids that are so close together in age. I mean, my two girls are 16 months apart. Without all that other stuff even, just sometimes getting through the day, it's, it's a lot of stress. There's a lot going on. You don't always feel like you know what you're doing. You stepped into this brand-new role, if you will. And so then all your other roles were taken away. So it's, it's like the bottom was pulled out from underneath you. And so I can only imagine the stories that you were telling yourself. And what would you say was the moment for you when you said, okay, I can't live like this anymore. Something's got to give. You know, it, gosh, for me, I wish it would have been a moment. <laughs> that would have been a lot of But for me, it was a lot of moments, let's just be honest. Um, I do specifically remember like kind of the very first moment because it was literally um, I chose when I made mistakes, I chose to see like, you know, what was it that happened there and what part did I play in it? And that's, that's what really I think started walking me out of these spaces. But the first thing was I, I recognized, and I think every woman needs to take a look at this. I recognize that, First of all, you will definitely see the people that will stick around and have your back, right? When these mm-hmm. things go down, I mean, because I mean, I did all of these great things, Carrie. I was, you know, I was a leader in the community, all of these great things. And I made one decision that literally all of a sudden I was being judged on that one decision versus everything else I had done, everything else that mm-hmm. was a part of me. Instead, I was being judged, you know, because you're, I'm in a small town, there's a Christian community where, you know, you're being judged for all of this stuff that, you know, you, you're, they're not looking at any of the good. They're just now judging you on this one piece. And, and looking at your character based on that one decision versus everything else that your life is built on. And that's hard. That's really, really hard. But what I did see is, and what you'll see as a woman is, when you go through these things, you'll definitely, it definitely weeds out the people in your life that really do love you unconditionally, that really are there for you. And that's a good thing. It's a hard thing, but it's really good. The other thing that was, Carrie, that I saw is I did have some women that would stand by me, but, and I think we need to be careful of that and, and really always take, um, take assessment of who's around us because I, they, they were great people, but they were allowing me to stay where I was because that was comfortable for them too if that makes sense. So because mm-hmm. I had fallen, they were allowing me and in, almost encouraging me, oh, it's okay. Oh, you're fine. Like, you know what I mean? And like, let's just keep drinking more. Let's keep doing this, like whatever. And versus innately inside of me, I know that who I am as a woman is I need to continue to grow. I need to continue to rise. Even in the devastation of that, I knew that's not who I was. It was not making more poor decisions. It was not hanging out with other people that, you know, would allow me to remain in my dismal, 
sadness. Instead, <laughs> I knew that inside mm-hmm. I had to be around other women that wanted to be at their very top, that they wanted to help other women rise up. They loved one another unconditionally, and, and they called one another up to a higher level. And that's what we're here for. We are here to call one another up to a higher level. We are not here to just live in comfort and just to get by. And so I actually created, in that time, I decided to create a woman's community. Um, it's no longer around just because I had to let it go a few years ago when I took another job. But it was an amazing community of women. And I literally started this community of women called Women Inspired Together because I wanted other women that were passion-filled, that wanted to love on and collaborate with and create with and build with other women. And, and so I created this this organization for women to do that, to collaborate and come together. And so we would come together. I would create events for us. We would, it was amazing. It was a magical community of beautiful women. Um, but mm. we would come together for events. And I would have a theme. I, if you, if something, if you know something about me, Carrie, and I don't think you've gotten to know me well enough to know this, but one of my favorite things in life is to create curated, authentic women's communities and experience mm. for them. And so that's one of my favorite things in life to do. And that's being able to create a safe environment for women to really just be where they're at, but also to rise into who they're meant to be. And so this, this, I would create different um, themes around, you know, on the quarter and we would go through and we would do creative content that would help them reflect deeper on who they are as a woman, what they want, you know, wherever it was. And then we would share it as a group. So we would socialize, we would enjoy, we would laugh, we would cry. They would share kind of what was going on. And it was just a beautiful time. And out of that community, it's fascinating. I literally, that was one of the reasons why I created it, is just so I could have like-minded women around me. But it's fascinating because several of my core women that are still to this day, my core solid group of women are from that group. I met them. They were drawn to that group. And so... Yeah, like here's the thing is we wow. have excuses or we can create what we want in life. I mean, that's, it. that's just what it is. Like we can have Absolutely. an excuse or we can create more of what we want in life. And so, yeah, so it was. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Were you going to say something else? Yeah, no, you're good. You're good. Go. <laughs> no, I, was, I love that curated women's communities and the fact that you drew these people to you, the very thing you must have had an intention you put out to the universe. Hey, listen, I know that I'm focused on growth. This doesn't feel good with these other gals, you know, because misery does love company. I want to go find some people who are focused on growth because that's where I know. And you went right back into your heart that told you that's where I know I need to be. And then you drew exactly the other women that you needed to yourself to create a group that actually not only healed everybody else, but it healed you. And that is so beautiful. Yeah, I think, yeah, it was an amazing time. So I love that. Uh, I, I absolutely but yeah, love that. There was def- definitely, we'll talk about a few more lessons that I learned throughout as well. Um, but, yeah, there's, that was one of the instances. <laughs> and it's, it's beautiful. I mean, I, that in and of itself is super powerful because one of the things, and, and I think you'll agree with me on this, is when we can create something, 
anything. You can have a blank piece of paper and you can write something beautiful. But when we create something beautiful out of our pain, that's when we give a higher meaning to our pain. And not only, like I said before, you're helping these other people and these other women to lift themselves up, and at the same time, you're lifting yourself up, right? Because when we help yeah. other people, we forget about that. That's I always tell that to my kids. You know, the best thing to do is to go out. If you're feeling really bad, go out and do something nice for somebody else. Go help somebody else. Because then we forget about our own problems and we actually realize how much we have to be grateful for. So anyways, yeah. stay tuned, everyone. This is so beautiful. I want you to come back so we can hear more from Jamie and her amazing story. And we're going to talk a little bit more about her Lux brand when we come back. So stay tuned. Are you searching for a way to help create global change? Dream Vision 7 Radio Network's vision is to have an eclectic group of radio hosts dedicated to educating, enlightening, and helping humankind with positive messages and tools that enhance lives using different modalities and programs. If you would like to join our team and help illuminate the universe, call Deborah at 508-226-1723 or Deborah at dreamvision7radio.com. Did you know 2023 will be highly introspective and intuitive? What if you could know ahead of time what each week will bring you energetically so that you could plan better? The Energy Almanac is an easy-to-use guide with 52 weeks of astrological insight for people who love astrology. With the Energy Almanac, you can learn which gemstones, crystals, and essential oils to use each month. This book is bursting with holistic tools and resources. Plan according to the planets. Don't miss out. Get your copy at TheEnergyAlmanac.com. The Dr. Nina Show is now on the Dream Vision 7 Radio Network every Tuesday, 11 a.m. and 11 p.m. Eastern Time. From the healing heart of Dr. Nina Sabelle Rockland comes a message of hope for people struggling with binge eating. She helps listeners break free from emotional eating by identifying the hidden triggers to binging and provides a path for healing without dieting or focusing on food. As she puts it, it's not what you're eating that's the real problem. It's what's eating at you. Be sure to tune in for diet-free strategies on how to outsmart emotional eating so you can stop thinking about food and start living your best and most happy life. Ever notice how your brain automatically focuses on what's wrong in your life? Ever wonder why you find yourself telling the same old story about yourself over and over again? Tune into this high-energy show with author and mindset coach Carrie Rowan to find out how to retrain your brain to look for the good every Monday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. Eastern on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. Carrie uses powerful storytelling, easy-to-use tools, and inspiring guests to exemplify how a simple shift in perspective can bring miraculous results. Join Carrie on a journey into your own transformation that will leave you feeling inspired, empowered, and ready to find the good every day of your life. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. Hello, and welcome back to Look for the Good. I'm here with Jamie G, and I'm so excited. If you've been tuning in, she is telling the most incredible story. I got goosebumps when she was telling me about this curated women's community that she started. 
And I'd love to hear a little bit more. I, I really think everybody's going to be super excited because, because your whole brand sort of encompasses everything that you're talking about, um, the Overcomer program. And so tell us a little bit, how did you come up with this Lux brand, Lux Every Day? It's just a really cool thing. Ah, thanks. I love it too, Carrie, because, again, like everything else, it all has a story. <laughs> so Of course. Of course it does, right? So back in 2017, I had just um, ended, like, well, a relationship of mine, a significant relationship of mine had ended. And, you know, we all go through things. And I had chosen to, during that time, really work on myself because I would say that I hadn't taken space to work on myself, like, without anybody else around or anybody else's influence since the divorce. And... And so I really decided to, now that I had the opportunity, to really dive into myself, to really dive deeper into why had things transpired the way they had, you know, what mm-hmm. were things that I needed to change. And I just happened to be um, at church. And so I don't know, I'm a God girl, so I'm just going to tell it like um, I experienced it. So if you don't believe in God or, you know, whatever you believe in, you can kind of take it as it is. But I was, you know, in worship service, and I got this impression because I get downloads and I, I think through, and I, you know, I'm, I feel for me, and it is my truth that we can be co-creators with God. We can be co-creators with other people, and when we tap into that resource, that allows us to have all of these exceptional things that we don't normally have access to, right? The the mm-hmm. whether it be finances, whether it be creation, whether it be just different um, influences around the world and networking and people and relationships and connection, like there's things that we don't have access to, but when we open up to the expansiveness of God, there's so much more out there for us. And I was in worship service and I got this impression of, hey, Jamie, you're only at 2%. I was like, what? <laughs> like, wait, wait, what are you talking about? And I was like, no, and I got this, and it had, and happened again. I was like, you're only at 2%. And I was like, but, like, what do you mean by this? Like, 2% of your potential. And I was like, that's ridiculous. Like, I'm thinking all of this thing in the middle of church while we're worshiping, because it was just the craziest, most ridiculous thing I'd heard. And if you ever, ever, ever had a true conversation with God, this is when you know it's God, is when it's like one of those things that doesn't make sense. When there's a definite gap between where you are and what you're hearing him say, and you're like, yeah, that doesn't even make sense. I can't even comprehend that right now. And those are the times you're like, okay, yeah, it really is God. And so I, it definitely took me a while to process this because I'm not a slacker. Like, I'm a pretty high-achieving, driven person. And, like, if I want something or if I want, desire to – accomplish something, I usually figure out a way to do that. And so this 2% thing was just ridiculous to me because, again, I was like 38, 39, 40, somewhere in there. And I was just like, this is silly. And I, but what came about as I allowed it, and that's what, that's what we need to consider is being able to receive. So many times we instead resist what we're hearing. We resist the truth. We resist the natural flow in life, and instead when we choose to allow and receive and open to what's really there, um, all of a sudden I, I did. I was able to comprehend that we are truly limitless beings, Carrie, and 
truly like everything that we limit ourselves with is because of our humanness, because we're looking through our human eyes, we're looking, looking through our human limiting beliefs, our human mm-hmm. experiences. And when we are allowing ourselves to truly open up to the vastness of what is available to us, it's limitless. Like it's just crazy cool. And so I started realizing as human beings, we limit ourselves. And I know it sounds trite, but it's true. Like if you mm-hmm. open up to the truth of what all is available to you, you can't even envision, touch, think, expand on it because it's so big. And that's where Lux Every Day came from. It's lead a unique, extraordinary existence every day. And that's when it was birthed, was really during that year of learning and tapping into that more, that limitless belief, that allowing myself to realize that there's so much more inside of me. There's so much more inside of you. If you're listening to this podcast, this radio station right now, can you just hear me for a minute? I know you can feel it inside of you and I can feel it inside of you. And like there is so much more right now that is able to come out if you'll just allow it. And so that is where Lux Life actually was birthed was really that concept of I want to share this. I want other women to realize they have so much more available to them than they recognize. And let's free ourselves. That's actually my um, vision is my mission is to free build, activate, release, and unify global women leaders in their destiny-driven impact on the world. And that's where we start. We free ourselves. We free other women. And Carrie, you and I were talking about this. And the reason why Mm -hmm. I chose to tell my story today is because I've learned this year, and I just recognize this, is free women, free women. Just like when you hear, you know, that hurt people hurt people, I witnessed for myself as other women, other women leaders were choosing to stand up and tell the truth of their story, the messy parts of their story. It freed me to feel like, oh, I need to, I need to step up so other women can also stand in their truth. They can also stand in the power of their story, the power of who they are. And that's the coolest part is when we choose, when we figure out, when we come to grips with the fact that the power isn't our story, when we accept it, embody it, and then begin to live it out and speak it, it frees other women. It empowers other women. It empowers us to truly walk in the the existence of what we were created to be and do. And so that's really my excitement about Lux. Yeah. I love that because, you know, everything you're saying is about, it's the freedom, right? It's the power. And once you realize, and and I felt the same way, and believe me, I, there are stories in my book here that I was like, as I was writing it, like, you sure you, you sure you want to share that one? You know, like you (laughs) get this, you know, you're like, Ooh, I don't know if I want to tell that story. Well, I had to tell him, I had, tell all the stories mm-hmm. just like I said the good yeah. the ugly the bad because in that is the truth and when we can you know our your story is just a reflection of my stories right we're all reflections of mm-hmm. each other as you're saying here mm-hmm. because that's why when you can share your story it gives me permission to own my story and share it too because mm-hmm. we all have stories like that we, we all do and and the day that we can get them out is the day that we're free that we can release that because holding those stories in are the absolute worst thing that we can do for ourselves but also for everybody else around us 
you know, because then we're just walking around with that social mask on. We're not really talking about what's real. And so when you can release those out into the universe, and I talk about the little shame stories, and I know you probably know who Brené Brown is. She's the shame researcher. I love her work. Mm -hmm. I love her, and I do quote her in my book. Because those stories can't survive the little shame stories that we tell ourselves about yeah. the bigger story. Oh, you know, you shouldn't have done that or you're so bad or all the things that we all tell ourselves inside quietly. Those are the worst, most insidious stories because A, like you said, they are not true half the time and B, they just haunt us forever. But here's the cool thing. The second you let them out into the light, like you just did with us. I thank you so much for sharing that. The second you let that story, shame doesn't live there anymore because shame needs secretness to survive. And when you share that and you put that in somebody else's presence and the light gets it, it's no longer a little shame story. And that's the beauty about what you just, you just set it free. You set yourself free. You set all of us free to be able mm. to own our own stories and choose whether or not we like that story and ask ourselves, is that a loving story for me to keep telling myself that? And half the time it's usually not, <clears throat> you know, and when we can come to that realization, and I'm sure you see this in the beautiful groups that you've created for women in these communities, is that you give everybody else the right to share their story, everybody else the freedom to share that and stand in their own story. Because as you said, the message is in your mess. That's where our empowerment comes from. When you can stand up and say, hey, this was my story. And look, here's how I changed it. And look at my life now because I decided to embrace that story of what I thought was the absolute worst thing that could have happened in my life usually ends up being the biggest turnaround story of your life for almost everybody that I've worked with. What they thought was their ugliest, worst, bad story they would never share anybody, usually when they can share it, ends up being their biggest turnaround story, their biggest story of strength and empowerment that really has the ability to change other people's lives like your story did. A hundred percent. And let's talk about the two quick things that keep us from that. For me, I feel like the things that keep women from sharing is the, the, the fear of judgment, of abandonment, like somebody will leave you if they find out, right, of the criticism. Of course. Of, mm-hmm. you know, all of these things. There's that fear. But then there's also the other flip side of that. As women, who are we to judge? Like, what, what would we appreciate? And can we flip this around to not only be able to step in our own story and allow ourselves the strength and um, the honor to walk forward in our truth and our story, but also do it for other women and allow them the grace and the space to do that? Because when we do that for other women, it creates this amazing atmosphere of powerful women that are free. But when there's not that free space, when there's not that freedom to speak truth, to be authentic in who we are, when there's not a place to be able to heal and to be a little messy, but also to continue to grow, like that's when we need, that's what we need as women. We need that support from other women. So as women, let's choose to not be judgmental. We don't have any idea what that other woman has lived through, walked through, stepped through, been through, thought, right? Like, and so can we just give grace to other women? Can we just support them? Can we just have this positive level of higher level thinking and not talk about other women, not be judgmental, not criticize, instead support and allow grace and love 
and rise together. Like that's, I mean, those are just two things that I think are so important. I absolutely agree with that. That's really, really beautiful what you said. And for some reason, women are taught to be competitive with each other, right? Yes. Um, it, it's just, it's just, in, yeah, it's ingrained in us. It, like, you know, there's only this just, it's such a scarcity mentality. There's just a limited amount of what, you know, what is that all about? Mm-hmm. Because there is no limited amount of anything. You know, and by offering grace and tying into the love that we all are here for, I mean, this is what brought us here mm-hmm. on the planet. This is the highest vibration that we can live in. When you're living in judgment and shame and all those lower emotions, it's just such a low vibe. Mm. You cannot create from there. You can't get what you want. You might, people, some people might walk around saying they want love or abundance or whatever, but you can't get there from there if you're living down at those right. lower states. So, no, you know, sure. this is collective, well, right? So, yeah, yeah. Well, and that's why I'm so excited. So um, I think we talked a little bit about this, but I'm creating a Lux Life community of women. And I'm this time mm-hmm. I'm doing it online, Carrie, because what I recognize is we went through COVID, right? And so now there's a space that we can, from anywhere in the world, connect. And we can connect on this richer level. And so I really have such a craving for really creating another curated community. And what I kept hearing in my courses, this is kind of how it came about, was um, I kept hearing, we don't want to go. Like, we're not ready for it to end. Like, can we have a retreat? Can we, can we, because they built such strong, authentic relationships. And they literally, it was like a tribe. And it was like a tight, when I say a tribe, I mean, these women are still together. They're still calling. They're still like laughing and we're doing text streams and so it is a tribe of women, but they are women that are free. They are women that really broke through the chains. And so I really wanted to create and, – and the other thing I heard, Carrie, was you know, them saying, I thought I was the only one that felt this. I thought I was the only one that thought this. I thought I was the only one that experienced this. And as women, out of community, we don't realize that we're not the only ones. That there's mm-hmm. all the women are thinking, experiencing, feeling these things, but because we're isolated, because of life, because of transitions, because of whatever, for whatever reason, there are other women that are feeling, thinking, and doing the exact same things, and we just need to come together. So I am creating an online membership community in January, so I'm so excited. It's just, so you can lead your own unique, extraordinary existence and create your Lux life. And so I'm going to be creating that. I'm going to be bringing in experts to talk about all the things that we talk about when we um, are hormonal. It's basically a 40-plus um, group for women. So anybody 40-plus, you will, you will love this because it's good. we're going to talk about hormones. We're going to talk about relationships. We're going to talk about sex. We're going to talk about you know, kids leaving, divorce, jobs, being relevant at this age in life. I, I hear that from other women that are in their 50s, 55 plus. They're afraid that they're not any longer going to be relevant anymore. So really bringing in experts this every month powerful. to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. And, then and also, tell us yeah. where they can find out more, Jamie. We're going to have to wrap up here, unfortunately, because we could talk yep. for another 48 oh, minutes. Oh, I know. Tell us, where, so they, yeah, tell yep. us where they can find so, uh, more information. Yeah. The best way to do it would be to go to Lux Every Day, and that's L-U-X-E everyday.com forward slash activate. And what that will do is that will opt into that, and that will give you information. That will start you into a five-day activation of just kind of awakening and activating your own Lux life. So you'll have five days of that, but then it will also feed you into hearing more about what's going on with Lux, and so it will keep you on tap with that and everything else that's going to be 
launching in January of 2023. I love it. That's so exciting. I'm so glad you came here. Thank you so much for sharing. You are just a wealth of knowledge. Love to have you on again sometime because we still have a whole lot more to talk about. And thank you again for coming on. Yes. And so we're going to wrap up here today on Look for the Good. And I'm so, so glad that everybody could join us here today. And do stay tuned because the show airs every Monday at 5 a.m. Eastern Time and 5 p.m. So don't miss it. And we hope to see you for the whole month. If you do miss it or if you want to go back and watch an episode or listen to an episode, just jump on to my page at dreamvision7radio.com under shows and look for Look for the Good. And you can see all the past shows and have a listen at your leisure. So thanks for tuning in. And again, today's show is sponsored by the Energy Almanac. Did you know that 2023 will be highly introspective and intuitive? What if you could know ahead of time what each week would bring you energetically so that you could plan better? Jam-packed with 52 weekly astrology predictions and 12 full months of curated holistic resources, you don't want to be left behind. Plan according to the planets. Get your Energy Almanac at theenergyalmanac.com today. That's the energy, E-N-E-R-G-Y, almanac, A-L-M-A-N-A-C.com today. Thanks so much for listening. Be well. Thanks for tuning in to Look for the Good with your host, Carrie Rowan, best-selling author and mindset coach. Join us every Monday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. right here at Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. If you weren't able to catch an episode, no worries. Just visit our website to find all the archived episodes of Look for the Good on demand so you don't miss a thing. And remember, it's never too late to live your best story. For additional resources or to find out about how you can work with Carrie directly, visit CarrieRowan.com for more details. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow.